0: Hi, hi, Rick. How are you?
1: Hi, Yevgeny. I'm doing fine. How are you?
0: Yes, uh, I'm. Uh, I'm fine too. And the weather is is becoming better and better. And maybe the uh, the weather is very good in Prague now. Yeah.
1: Well, it's getting better. Uh, we've had one nice uh, warm day followed by a rainy day. Um, I, I say it's sort of like a woman who uh, ah. in, a, in a bad mood. You know, she's very happy, ah, yeah,
0: and then yeah. she
1: gets uh, very emotional and has to cry, and then she's happy again. So that's yeah. that's Prague weather.
0: Uh, I can I can understand we uh, we had very un- uh, very changeable weather uh, last uh, week, but uh, this week is better. Yeah, yeah, today's okay. a good day. But uh, but uh, you. Uh, Spoke about uh, your life in uh, in uh, in Prague and maybe about uh, your study with Czech, and it's very. It, it, uh, I I I think Prague is a very interesting city and maybe uh, today uh, we can speak about Prague about life uh, lifestyle in Prague too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Well, you know, uh, comparing Prague to, let's say, to Moscow or to Leningrad or to St. Petersburg, uh, both c- the cities are quite different. Uh, in the, on the one hand, when you talk about Russian cities, let's say St. Petersburg, uh, that is uh, a far more um, uh, architecturally a more modern city. Uh Uh, It was built began. You know, Saint Petersburg was established in 1703 by Peter the Great, and he imported a lot of very nice, uh, I think, Italian architects. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: uh, And they built the the city in a certain way. Of course, the legacy of the Soviet Union, you know, made the city develop in a different fashion. And uh, I think the big difference is is that is you Mm. have style of architecture, uh, which is quite different in Russia, let's say, from from the Czech Republic Mm. or Bohemia, Mm. and then you have scale. And by scale I mean uh, bigness. Uh-huh. Uh, things in Russia are big. The country is huge. Yeah. It's large. You have wide boulevards like yeah, Nevsky yeah. Praspekt or yeah. Tverskaya. Uh, the modern Soviet era, you know, emphasized bigness, hugeness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the cities, uh, you know, Moscow is an older city, of course, yeah. than than Saint Petersburg. Uh, but a lot of the sections of modern Moscow were you know, built in the, after the Bolshevik Revolution. And so you have, like, the Seven Sisters, the big modern Stalinist architecture, which is quite overwhelming. So uh, on the one hand, you have Prague is, uh, in this entirety today, is about a million people. Uh-huh. But that is really spread out. That's a metropolitan area. Prague is divided into about 19 little cities, each with its own mayor. And then you have what they call a... Uh, Primarch for the uh, primator, pardon me, primator for the entire uh, um, city itself, for the entire uh, incorporated area, all the suburbs, yeah. and that's what we in English we would call a Lord Mayor, uh, but they would call uh, primator. So the the historical town itself. Is uh, only about five uh, sections. They call them towns, but they are sections. We have the the oldest, of course, is you have Haracheni up by the castle, mm. and then the second one is Malastrana, which is right down from the castle, which is over the river called the Little Quarter. Then you have Staré Miesto. Mm. Miesto in Czech means city. Gor City, yeah. Where in, in, in Russia means place. But yeah. Miasto, like Polish, is Miasto. Yeah, yeah Staré Miasto is Old old Town. Mm-hmm. That's where you have the center, where you have the famous uh, uh, clock mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, the cathedral downtown. And then you have Nove Miasto, yeah. which began to be built uh, at the in, during the time of Charles IV, the famous Holy Roman Emperor and Czech King. Mm-hmm. And that was in the 1350s. And then you have another curious one called Jozefov. Jozefov. And that is the old Jewish town. We had a very large Jewish population. And they had their own town. And that's south of um, Old Town Square to the river, which is the Vltava River in Czech. And the Germans have a name for it, which we use in English, called the Moldau. And uh, there's a funny thing. Here in in the Czech Republic, almost every town has two names. You have the Czech name and you have the German name, and then, of course, uh, the Czech names are usually translated into English. Yeah. Uh, but you have two names, because oh. of the heavy... Well, it was part of the Austro-Hungarian it was part
0: Empire. of the, the Austro-Hungarian Empire, yeah?
1: For 300 years, from about 1620 to, uh, uh, to uh, 1918. Mm-hmm. So it's a lo- lo- about 300 years. Yeah, And, of course, in the western sectors of Bohemia... Uh-huh. Uh yeah, and also really just from the north through the west down through the south in Moravia, you had a heavy german population uh-huh. uh, german immigrants that came in in the middle ages these were depopulated areas at the time of charles the 4th and this is and in his era we didn't we weren't in the era of na- of nationalism this was the uh-huh. era of dynasties uh-huh. it was quite normal in europe in the middle ages yeah. to have one nationality live next door to the other uh-huh. And the era of nationalism really was something that came about in the 18th, 19th century. Mm. So Czechoslovakia, when it was a one country yeah. uh, up into World War II, you had uh, three and a half million Germans, eight million Czechs, uh-huh. uh, and about uh, two million Slovaks, uh-huh. and then a mil- million or two million Hungarians. Uh-huh. It was a little, you know, a little remnant of the old Austro-Hungarian Empire. Yeah. Uh, however, the historical borders for what is now the Czech Republic. Uh, comprise Moravia, Bohemia and a portion of Silesia Mm -hmm. these were historical borders from the Middle Ages for the Czech Kingdom Mm -hmm. so there was very strong historical justification for the borders that were given in Versailles. Slovakia was a different matter Mm -hmm. Slovakia had been a part of the Hungarian Kingdom for about a thousand years and so what they did was they cobbled together the Slovak districts but what happened in Slovakia was the fact that all the cities were dominated by Hungarians, Germans, and Jews, mm. and not by Slovaks. So you had these you had these anomalies yeah. where the big cities, there were no big cities in Slovakia. The biggest city was you know 30,000 people, okay? Mm-hmm. But the cities themselves were didn't have many Slovaks and you had these other minorities. Uh, that were part of the old empire. So you had all these sort of problems. You still have that in Slovakia. You have towns near the Hungarian border that are all Hungarian, but they're in Slovakia. It's it's a bit of a sticky wicket, as they say, in England. So that's that's basically this is a very small country. Yeah. So when you get into Prague itself, it's the historical area probably has less than 70, 80,000 people. Uh-huh. That's the down that's called Prague One. Prague, one, has those five towns, but that's where the majority of the ministries are located. Uh, That's where the the tourist area is. That's where all the uh, tourist sites are. That's where everything that you want to see is concentrated, the best restaurants and everything. So that's the heart of it. So Prague, as compared to Moscow, is very... Yeah, it, doable. It's very easy to get around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can walk Prague one on foot. Yeah. We have an excellent transportation system. We have a metro system built by our friends in Russia mm-hmm. in the nineteen seventies. So it looks just like the what you have in Moscow. The trains, that is, yeah. not the stations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the trains are Russian built trains. Very efficient, yeah. very cheap. Mm-hmm. We have trams, mm-hmm. we call Tramvai. Yeah, yeah. Or the other word is electrica. Uh, But the street trams, we have buses Mm
0: -hmm. in the
1: outlying areas, not too much downtown, a few buses downtown, mainly trams, uh, taxis, of course, Mm. with all the usual problems that you have with taxis, Uh, cars, naturally, Uh, boats, we have boat uh, service on the river Mm. from one section of town to the other. If you want to go, you know, from downtown, you can go to Smichov on the boat. Uh And uh, so you have all that. So the feel. Yeah. Uh, Prague is the same type of feel that you get when you're in places like Vienna Uh or you're in Budapest or if you're in, um, let's say, Krakow in Poland. Uh It has Central European architecture. Now, Prague is a little different. It has everything that Vienna has in terms of its architecture, but it has more. Uh Prague is very old. Uh It uh, was established in the 10th century. Uh, and the, the 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 mother or the heart of Prague is a place called, uh, it's not Hradcany. it's, oh my gosh, I was just trying to think of it. Mm-hmm. It's down the river a little bit. Uh, I'll think of it a little later. But this is where the founding of the city was. It, was, it grew very slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's a crossroads, like everything is, with the river. Mm-hmm. And the river is important today for transportation. You see lots of uh, boats coming that are bringing goods in. Taking you know, the 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 Valtava or the Moldau empties into the Elbe. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: That we call we call it the Labie. Laba,
0: yeah.
1: The Labia, but in German it's Elbe. Elbe. Yeah, yeah, You can go up at uh, Brandweis, mm-hmm. Brandweis, uh on the Elbe. You can get up there through a uh, from the uh, from the uh, the river in Prague, and that goes the Elbe. Of course, goes to the North Sea. So, we've even had uh, large cruise ships come here into Prague. Mm. It's it's a circuitous route to do so. Yeah, yeah. So, that in, in essence is, the town is small. It has a huge amount to offer. It has a wonderful atmosphere. It has, uh, it's famous for its theater, mm. especially its black light theater mm-hmm. uh, called, go, uh, you know, that was, uh, Ma- I think it's called Praga Magica or something. uh uh, no, Cerna, Cerna Magica, the Black Lantern. Yeah. Uh, of course, it has all the regular, legitimate theaters. Uh, you know, we have, uh, this is where um, Mozart uh, debuted uh, uh, Don Giovanni in the 1780s. Uh-huh. So we have all of that. So we have great theater, uh, great open public squares. It's fairly. It's a fairly safe city. The only problems you have are pickpockets.
0: Okay. And what, uh, what is your favorite uh, place or maybe n- s- several favorite places in Prague?
1: Well, I like Prague 1. I prefer the center. I prefer old, the Old Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to live, uh, have an office in Old Town, right by all the banks. Yeah. And I prefer Old Town. I like going down to Old Town. We live in Prague 7, right across the river. Mm-hmm. But we, we like going into the downtown sector. Uh, we like going to the cafes. Mm-hmm. We like going to the restaurants, the movies. We call the cinema in English. We call movies in American English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the nicest. It's relaxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, polyglot. You'll hear, he, he, well, naturally the dominant language is Czech, naturally. Yeah. Uh, but you'll hear Czech, English. You'll hear Spanish. You'll hear Russian. Ah. You'll hear French, German, Portuguese. Yeah. Lots of Portuguese students of yeah. medicine yeah. here. Ah. You, you'll hear it all. You'll hear yeah. everything. It's so, interesting.
0: And, I think, and I've heard uh, there are a lot of castles uh, around Prague, yeah?
1: There are a lot. Well, there are castles here in Prague, of course. You can uh-huh. go to Hradčany and see the main castle, which is a huge complex and mm-hmm. uh, medieval. Uh, but around uh, Prague, you have two famous, uh, one we call a castle and one you'd call a chateau. Mm-hmm. And a castle is a zamek. Yeah. And a and a uh, chateau is more like a. Uh, uh, we would use a different. We use a different word. We'd call a harat, uh-huh. and uh, but the zamek is um, is uh, the famous one is Karlstein. Mm-hmm. Karlstein is outside of Prague, about twenty eight kilometers, mm-hmm. and that was this has walls that are about, oh christ I would say, three or four meters thick, mm-hmm. and this was a uh, a depository. Yeah. for uh, money in the time of Charles the Fourth, ah. It is an extraordinary piece of architecture. It's very, very old. Everybody goes there. And then the other one is Konopiske in the south, which is more of a chateau. Yeah. And that was owned by um, the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, the one who was assassinated. Mm-hmm. That was his personal property. He bought it from personal money that he inherited from his aunt in France, mm-hmm. in Italy. And that's it's a huge estate, and that's another that belongs to the state. They they bought it. Well, they took it away from him, and then they had to pay him for it, his family. Uh, they had to purchase it from the family. It's a huge estate in the south of, uh, of Prague, uh, but there's, I would say, they call them hratki Izamki, you know, uh, chateaus and castles.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I would say you have 50 or 60. Oh, okay. Anyway.
0: Yeah, but it's it, it 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 is very it's very interesting, uh, and uh, thank you thank you very much for your story. Yeah. Okay. okay.
1: Maybe we can continue next time. Thank you. Yeah. Okay.
0: Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.